Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today we have Todd Maris. Right? Correct. Yeah. You can say hi if you want. Hello. <laughs> and uh, he uh, he has a Bass Underground, the clothing company, correct? Correct. And Taco Surf. And Taco Surf, yeah. Yeah, great. Since 1988, that's all I've been doing. Great. Well, let's, let's talk about your start in fishing. How did you start fishing? You know, I was actually... Uh, almost born into it because my uh my mom and dad bought a bait shop when i was no way really young yeah was that uh local in sunset beach oh really i lived uh you know with my folks obviously up in downey um and my dad worked at a grocery store and it got sold you know to another company and Mm -hmm. he Got transferred, and he's all, forget it. I'm fucked. I'm not going to deal with the man anymore. I'm going to do my own thing. <laughs> this is my opportunity to do my own thing. Yeah. So he uh, and my uncle went through classifieds, business opportunities, and said, uh, Joe's, what was it, like Joe's Bait and Tackle for sale in Sunset Beach. It was like $20,000 or something. Yeah. Where was this at now? Like, where was it located? Um, Next to the Harbor House. Or oh, Okay. Right now, that building is Woody's Diner. Yeah. So that was my dad's no way, bait shop. Dude. Yeah, so they bought the place, and it was kind of a little market and a bait shop at the same time. So you could brown bag wine, go get bait, <laughs> and you go know, get plastered. And yeah, and no, nothing was there then. Uh, Peter's Landing and yeah. all the harbor and the, and the docks. None of that was there. It was all seawalls. So uh, yeah, so that's that's how it started for me. And you know, I got exposed to fishing that way, and. Uh, then my dad, you know, his brother jumped ship on the on the business, and my dad just went solo. No way. And rolled with it, yeah. How long did he have the uh, tackle shop until? Well, it was in the 70s, like 72, 3, 4, 5. I don't know, a couple, few years, but yeah. there was an evolution that happened with customers. You know, they mm-hmm. wanted, they'd come in and want, oh, man, I wish there was a donut shop around here so we could get bait and, you know, get donuts and coffee. So my dad's all, oh, that's interesting. Well, what if... I split the building in half and had a donut shop and bait on the other side. So that's what he did. Made sense. So he started making donuts. My dad did, you know. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, so I learned about donuts at an early age, and I still love them today. You make them at home? 
No, I just eat them at home. You know. <laughs> now, did this evolve to taco surf? No, no, it, it took it. It kept it kept rolling. You know, okay. like it, the donut thing started booming more, and people were coming and saying, "Hey, do you have sandwiches?" And my dad's, like, "Oh shit, you know, sandwiches. <laughs> I guess I need to start making sandwiches." Well, the food aspect of the business started growing bigger than the bait, mm-hmm. so my dad pushed it out the bait, you know, and tackle, and just made a diner, and it was. Dougie's Diner, my dad's name's Doug, okay. and he had that through the 80s, and it's almost the end of the 80s, and uh, Woody's wow. came around and said, hey, would you be interested in, you know, selling uh, just the business aspect? Mm-hmm. We still own the building and the property, but back in 88, Woody's took it over, and after that, I was kind of already going to Mexico surfing a lot and this and that, and my dad's all, you know, we got to come up with a new concept, what are we going to do? I said, hey, well, these taco shops that I've been going to at K38 and stuff's rad, you know, like, yeah, it's like, it's what's happening, you know, Baja California vibe. And so he's like, let's, let's do something, you know? Wow. dude. So it was like, Oh, there's a taco surf down there. Let's bring the taco surf up here yeah. and do our own thing. You know, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. So since 1988, I mean, that's what we've done. Great. And you have how many locations right now? Currently, uh, we've got one in Los Al, uh, Seal Beach, and Surfside. Okay. And uh, there's one in Dana Point, one on 2nd Street in Long Beach. Those are ran by you or ran by No, they're kind of satellite stores, you know. Okay. I don't run those. Great, dude. Or, I mean, they don't run me. (laughs) (laughs) That's usually what it is. Yeah, right? Owning a business? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hard thing, dude. I had a skate shop for about a year, about a year until the uh, building they tore it down, so we didn't renew the lease. It was an experience, and I was like 18, 19. It was cool. Like, we had a. I went to school with this guy, Adam Alfaro, and he got real big skating. I think he was uh, in the Z, the Dogtown movie. Oh, yeah. He was Tony Alva. He was skating as Tony Correct. Alva. Yeah, that's cool. I think. I don't remember, but uh, yeah, like uh, where I had it was in La Habra, and it was a dude. I don't think I ever had a day off. You know? well, it's a whole other monster when you're the one responsible for paying the rent. Yeah. You know, you're like, shit, what are we going to do? You know, we need the money and you yeah. can't afford to hire somebody. And yeah, it takes time. It takes a long time. A lot of work, dude. Really. People, you know, nowadays will go, yeah, it'd be cool. I'd, I'd love to open my own restaurant or I, I would really like to open a restaurant. I'm like, fuck, why would you want to do that, man? <laughs> no, you don't. It's brutal. Yeah. You know? they, from the experience. So. Oh, God. What's your uh, forte? You like fishing salt or freshwater bass more? I like to do both, really. really? You know, uh, in the in the winter time, like in December, I love to go fish striper. Yeah. You know. What lakes you like to hit? I like to go to Mojave. Really? Oh yeah, we fuck them up in December. That's like the time out there. Uh, swim baits or? Uh, no, just big like. Uh, you know, subsurface stuff and, okay. and, uh, you know, like we were using, uh, we were using something that some guy was making, you know, like homemade stuff and, no and they were just killing, you know, and it's like, they were the stupidest, ugliest looking baits. <laughs> I'd be embarrassed to like, to, for anyone to see it, but man, I don't know what it was. They worked. They had the right juju on them. I don't know. Yeah. But ha- we've had some great Decembers out there, you know, and when it's just miserable, the weather, you know. Yeah, that's what I've heard with stripers. People like going out when it's... Are they like the bite when it's real shitty? Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they really do. I mean, 
last this last December we were out there. I mean, it was like blowing white caps and just ugly. It's like nobody out, and we're just totally geared up because we <laughs> knew the weather was going to be shit. Yeah. But I mean, it was like immediately it was like boom, just blowing up on it. It was like God, I love this, you know. What's uh, some of the big fish you caught out of there? Um, lots of 12s to 15, 18, 20s, nice. you know. I mean, it's just, it's it's game on. It's it's great fishing, you know. It's it's really fun. But, you know, it only lasts, I only do it in December. It's like, that, and that's it for that. I don't seem to. It's ever, like your, your yearly trip, freshwater trip, you're going to hit Mojave. Yeah. You yeah. Know. You know, and you, you'll see guys at the dam there catching fish, you know I mean? But, you know, we have a secret way we do things, but it's, oh, it's really fun. But, yeah, there's no one else out. I mean, they just, they see us launching. They're like, fucking idiots. Man, what are these guys doing? <laughs> but when we're at the cleaning cleaning station, they're yeah. like, holy shit, you know. <laughs> Striper's good eating, huh? Oh, God. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. I remember coming back and I vacuum sealed everything right away, uh-huh. you know, and I took, not even frozen, I took it straight over to, to Eric and Jerry's house and, Jerry's all stoked. He's like, yeah, you know, and, and they ate it right away. It's like, oh, man, it's so good. So just white. It's like halibut almost. That's it's what so, I heard. Yeah, so I heard it's clean. really good fish. Yeah. Yeah, I've only caught at Diamond Valley. I caught a couple. Caught one with Joe and Seth, and I caught one on uh, the dam throwing a DD-22. It was fun. Dude, I, I want to go more. Just having time to fish is, is the hard thing, um, right? Between the podcast kids and my regular job, it's like, it, it's it's hard, man. I know you got to sneak in there and yeah. get a little time in here and there, but you know if you don't do it, then you start getting stressed. Like mm-hmm. you, you need to that release. Of, no, definitely. I mean, I keep a rod in the car because if I'm stressing or something, I just I go any wherever I can go and find water. I just take a half an hour even and just you know make some casts to kind of blow off the steam. Ah, that's a good yeah. It's good, good therapy. therapy. Yeah, exactly. yeah. That we don't take it home. <laughs> that's the last thing you want to do. Start yelling at the wife, and uh, so let's talk about how your uh, your love for fishing kind of grew as and uh, as you from younger to older bass fishing. When you started like figuring out, wow, I really like doing this. You know, maybe you, in the beginning, I'm sure you're fishing bobbers, or did your dad have you on top of it when you're little? Shit, I'd fish bobbers now. There's nothing. There's <laughs> nothing like a bobber going down, yeah, right? I mean, right. I don't care if you're nine or ninety nine. Yeah. You see the bobber go down, it's like, oh fuck, you know, yeah, you know, it's <laughs> it's so exciting, you know. I've, and then you pass that on to your kid, and mm-hmm. and they they love it too, you know. I mean, but yeah, that whole thing with the bait shop, you know, that's got a little taste of different things, you know. I mean, mostly salt, obviously, because we're down at the beach, but. Um, through grade school, we'd, we'd go, you know, they used to have sport fishing boats off Seal Beach Pier, mm-hmm. you know, the GW, the city and the enterprise and stuff. So in grade school, we'd go out and, uh, go out on the afternoon boats and just scrub the decks just so we could fish, you know, on the way in. Yeah. That was always fun. Uh, and then, so I got m- more exposure to, to the saltwater fishing and, and stuff, but you know, those trips were out to the to the shoe and different stuff like that, you know, but it was great exposure to the scene, you know, and yeah, definitely. meeting good people and, and that kind of thing. But I don't know the, the bass, the freshwater thing is always intrigued, intrigued me because it's just, you know, it's the same old thing you you've probably heard a million times. You can go out and fish calicos and catch a dozen you go out, fish all day for two, <laughs> maybe green bass. And it's just like, there's something about it though, you know? And, uh, what, 
the the big the big thing that I've always heard is, you know, you you, you learn the the green bass and you take those skills to salt and it just fine tunes your your fish yeah. It there. seems like a lot of the guys like that I've like uh, Scott Pethol was in bass clubs, uh, yeah. Mac Hobseff bass clubs, you know. So it's a, I'm sure they're good crossovers too, you know. Well, and everything's crossing over baits and everything Nowadays, else, but, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's just that I don't have a lot of patience. That's my only problem. Like I'm not a great worm fisherman. Like I yeah. can't sit there and bounce worms. I, I you know, I, I do my best. You know, creature baits and stuff. I love that. But man, if I had to like just you know pop worms all day, I'd I'd go crazy. You know, I just like. Give me a crankbait. I love throwing crankbait all day. Yeah, you know? but uh, jerk bait. Yeah, yeah, anything like that is awesome. I mean, topwater baits. I can't wait. You know, I always yeah. say if I could get one topwater fish in the spring, in the morning, I'll go, I'll go home. Just give me one, <laughs> one blow up, and I'll be so stoked for the whole day. You know? Yeah, that, that that's that's fun, man. I like. I always talk about whopper plopper. I I've only learned about that the last like probably four years. So when I go for top water, it's like a whopper. I love the bite, man. It's like I remember just casting that a mile and then just not even paying attention and looking off and just seeing this fish. Just It was like a four-pounder. Just slam it. Yeah, they love that. And bite. I was like, oh, my God, dude. So fun, man. It is fun. It's it's the best. I mean, yeah. There's nothing better than that, you know, top water explosion, you know. And you did some uh, saltwater bass fishing, too, some of the SWBA. You know, I actually was more involved helping Eric uh-huh. with different things and helping support the series with shirts, you know, and printing and, the, you know, we bring the taco cart down there and, and just be there to help because I believed in it. You know, I mean, I believe in, yeah. in the whole tournament fishing. Uh, but, you know, for me, it's like I'm I'm not really like a tournament guy only because it's like. I want to relax. I don't want to be stressed out, you know, <laughs> no, I mean, and, I, I and there's agree. guys that really love that competitive fishing and, and they should do it, you know? Yeah. But for me, it's like with work and everything, it's like, man, there's so much bullshit I got to deal with. I just, when I get out in the water to fish, it's like, I just don't want to be stressed about, you know, calling and, and getting the numbers and all that. I have a huge appreciation for it, but it's just, I'd rather just, do my thing which is a great outlook to hear the little different side you know a lot of these guys tournament fish and you're more of just like a relaxed yeah i mean fun, I, whenever know? i see guys you know bringing fish to the scale and 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 winning tournaments and stuff it, i kind of get excited like fuck you know i should be doing it and then i just start thinking more about like oh but yeah you know the, pre- <laughs> the pressure it's just not my thing you know i'd rather just go out fish Catch a few, be, be cool with it, go yeah, in, you know. It's yeah. like I don't want to put in 10 hours. Oh, God. Grinding. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's just there's guys that are great at it, and that's just not my deal. Yeah, but at least, you you know, you've probably been around. You've Eric, known each other for a long time. and Yeah. yeah. You've seen it kind of grow over the years. Oh, yeah. Know, oh, start. yeah. I've seen every angle and heard every, <laughs> every <laughs> angle of it, you know. But, yeah, it's like I said, from the outside looking in, for me, it's interesting seeing all these guys – fish you know getting into something seeing that their pros are whatever you want to call them you know they're they're pros at what they do there's no other fishery like oh, this yeah. you know and some guys just have the the knack for like certain species you know yeah. the spotties and all that stuff which is it's great i mean there's so much to learn from so many guys you know yeah very interesting you know if, and if if guys are all willing to share the knowledge and, and they don't mind I think that's that's what it should be about, you know. It's mm-hmm. like don't restrict 
uh, catching spotties just for you or, you know, your, your click of guys, you know, it's like spread the wealth, you know? Yeah. Let everybody enjoy and learn and become a, a good spotty fisherman or this and that, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's in the beginning, it could be a little stressful learning, you know, like for a, a noob. Like oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But I mean, you know, it's, it's learning. And yeah. as long as you leave the water with a little more knowledge every time, then what else could you ask for? Exactly. You know? Yeah, definitely. So let's uh, talk about some of your lakes you like to fish locally. Uh, locally? I loved Irvine. <laughs> Irvine was such an I've, awesome I've already, lake. I've been saying that too much on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean. <laughs> I liked Irvine. Ev- man, everyone lo- loved Irvine. But, uh, you know, I, I don't spend that much time in public lakes. Okay. You know, I keep a boat out at Canyon Lake. And, uh, you know, everyone wants to get out to Canyon Lake. Man, Everyone's yeah. like, dude, dude. Oh, <laughs> fuck, dude. Can I, you know, without asking me, you know, it's always like, oh, dude, I've always wanted to go. You know, it's just like, you know, just get them right to the edge. It's like, later, <laughs> you know. But, you know, it's like I keep a boat out there. My folks live out there. And uh, I, that's that's just my place. It's, yeah. It's like I was telling you earlier, it's a it's beautiful. I mean, it's the perfect days and there's not any pressure and which is rare in California. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I remember one time in uh, bloody deck, some guy posted something. This was a few years back. He was like doing, uh, what is it? Uh, doing, uh, trips out on Canyon Lake with live shad or crawdads, you know, private message me if you want to sign it and uh, this guy man they just brutalized him oh, all man. the residents were like if we find out who the fuck you are we're sinking your boat cocksucker you know it was just like i was like dude <laughs> see you know they don't mess around you know yeah. people pay big money to live there uh-huh. you got to pay your what your hoa or poa or whatever oh so this dude lived there and was kind of kind of trying he was to doing do his thing. little charter trips or his you know on the lake you know bringing people and making money and you know, you just don't do that. Yeah. You know, so, um, but yeah, it's, it's a great, man, that's a great body of water. And right okay. now it's like with this last rain, should I watch the water come up over the patio? No way. Yeah. Just flooding the, the landings. Everybody's docks were like, not this way. They were like this, oh. like rolling back towards the house. Uh-huh. You know, the, it was crazy. Wow. You know, and the dams like just water's flowing, you know, it's. What does that mean? That means we're going to have lots of water throughout the, yeah. the rest of the summer and spring, you know, springtime. So, you know, <laughs> That's what I love for. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because when it's bone dry out there and, and all the rocks are showing and all the, you know, all the covers out of the water, it's kind of a bummer. You know, you're just like, oh man, that's a great spot and it's dry, you yeah. know? So, and there's no tide to bring it in or out really. So it's no, and yeah. you're relying on the rain in, in a drought state. So this is just like, been great for you, right? Golden, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't wait. The water's been mudded up. It's been ugly, but it's starting to subside and, and kind of get green again. Yeah. So I'm I'm biting at the bit to get back out there. What size boat do you fish out there? Um, I've got a, I've got a converted fourteen and change. It's like fourteen three or something. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a it's a uh, nineteen seventy nine or eight Sears fiberglass tri haul. Oh, that's cool. I that, looked into one of those just to have a little game fisher. That's yeah, what it is. There you go, yeah, yeah. And so uh I converted into a sick, sick bass boat, you mm-hmm. know, and uh buddy of mine helped 
design everything and it's just like it's crazy it's so cool it's i love the boat to death because i can get into tight spots and where a lot of bigger boats don't go yeah you know it's just it's a blast it's it's all you need i mean i don't have a live well that's the only problem because i I fished a few of the tournaments out there you have canyon lake tournaments. yeah there's a bass club out there oh really yeah so uh it's it's fun you know that those great what did you do when uh you had a live well fish well, I I made a I made a nice chest well. Okay, you know, just dumped them in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I took Eric out there one at an open event. Oh, really? Yeah, and he, you know, we had a few fish, but he didn't really have any fish all day, you know. And mm-hmm. like the last like ten minutes of the tournament before the weigh-in, you know, he just like hooked hooked onto a donkey, man, a big fish, and we rushed to get to the weigh-in. <laughs> you know, we we're like late getting there because. I, I, I went to the wrong spot. I forgot oh. they, they moved it. And, but it was a good, I got a great photo off to show you. Yeah, you know, definitely. Him, That'd be cool. You know, it's really cool. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a great lake. Love fishing out there. I can't wait for, for the springtime, you know. Do you have uh, any other boats? Yeah, I've got a, I've got a saltwater boat. Uh, and one of the 18 foot center console Parker. Yeah. Nice. You know, it's, uh, it's got the big simmer out on the side of it. And that's a whole nother story. <laughs> in itself i could explain to you but but yeah it's uh it's it's cool boat you know i mean i i bought it knowing that it, the parkers always have pretty good resale and mm-hmm. you know and stuff but it's it's a good boat it it's uh it does the job you know yeah do you have any uh good boat stories like a uh, rookie mistakes with boats are you just a pro because you grew up salty? No, definitely, definitely not. I've I've done it all. I've left the transom straps on before and trying to figure out why my trailer and the boat's floating away. And I'm like, what what is going on? Um, but uh, you know, when I bought the boat, I I took it out, and the first time I took it out, I got stranded. Oh man! You know, and and thank God, you know, Eric told me, uh, hey, first thing you got to do is get Seato or you know U.S. boats or whatever because. You got to have it, you know, yeah. and I'm like, oh, all right, cool. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I got went out of Huntington Harbor and I couldn't thing wouldn't start, you know, and, and I was like, oh, fuck, you know, I bought a lemon. I was so pissed. You know, I called the guy back. I'm like, you sold me a lemon, you know, a lemon, you know, what, what's the deal? He's like, oh, it worked fine for me. And I'm like, oh man, but it had some, it, it did have some issues. It yeah. was propped wrong. It, it needed tune up and. And I got it all dialed in eventually, and it, and it runs like a top now. But I was bummed. I was like, oh, God, here we go. You know, the boat bullshit, you know. I'm not, I'm not even out of the harbor, and I'm already dealing with bullshit, you know. But but it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's a nice boat, you know. And for that type of fishing, you know, fishing calicos and all that stuff, yeah, it's, it's all Have I you need. taken it out pretty far? Um. Not, I mean, I, over to Catalina and yeah. stuff, you know. I mean, that's... That's 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 about the run for me, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd love to, you know. The thing with the older boats, you know, the, the two strokes and stuff, you know, the fuel and yeah, you just don't get that that you know distance yeah. like the four strokes and stuff. But but uh, I just you know I love when I'm out on it. You know, it's fun. It's fun to be out there. Yeah. Do you uh, have some like cool catches from that boat, like yellowtail, some nice yellowtail or anything like that? Yeah, I've had some good ones, and you know, I've had just simple wall nights going out to the wall and just <laughs> it's just big fish, you know, and it's yeah. been great. Um, and you know, trying to chase the tuna when they've been out and stuff, you know, like what everyone's what everyone's doing, you know. I just don't 
you know, I don't get enough time to go out, the opportunity, which I'd love to, you know, yeah. but work, work is always <laughs> just pound, pounding on me, you know? Yeah. So I get out when I can and fish hard when I can. And Yeah. Do you have uh, um, some PBs you can tell us about? Like your uh, freshwater, I'm very interested in since you, you do a lot of freshwater fishing. You know, well, you know, my, my, my biggest fish have, you know, uh, the green bass out have obviously, you know, are out on Canyon, you know, I've caught, I think nines. I lo- I know I lost a 10 one, one night, uh, but, uh, eights, nines, you know, on what, <clears throat> you know, the, it's funny. Uh, the last supermoon we had uh, probably six, eight months ago. I don't know how far back, but it was supermoon, which I generally would write it off like, uh, oh, big moon. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's got their, their feelings on that, you know? Yeah. But I, I just thought, you know, I don't know. I had a good feeling about the supermoon for whatever reason. And I went out at night and, uh, that's the night I got a like nine, five, you know, and I think it was on an underspin. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy-on, easy-off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just really, I, I, wasn't re- I wasn't ready for it. Like, I didn't expect <laughs> it, you know. But it was awesome. I was like stoked, you know. You can night fish at Canyon Lake then. Yeah, too. you can. That's 20, cool, 24 man. 7. Yeah. That's got to be really cool because you can't really night fish anywhere, right? Yeah, and in the summertime, it's really cool. You yeah. Know? I mean, but it gets cold out there, like in the winter. Oh, I mean, I there's bet, 32 man. degree mornings. Everyone, Everyone's shit's frozen on the boat, you know. <laughs> But the summertime, you know, it's like, man, you go out and you fish at midnight, it's 70 degrees. You probably are going to because people are probably doing their water sports during the day. And oh, shit, yeah. yeah. Just the lakes beat to shit during the day. You know, it's like you can't even, you get flipped off the boat trying yeah. to fish, you know. You ever fish Vail? No, no, no. Never had the opportunity to fish. It looks like a really good lake. Well, it did a long time ago when there was more water in it, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. One I, yeah that's, that's one neat. I looked at, too. Yeah, but uh, like I said, Irvine and canyons when i want to fish but should i still love pounding the pounding the ponds you know i like i like jumping fences at night (laughs) you know i have no problem doing that. you're crazy man no i have no problem doing that and i you know if i'm with younger guys you know i just go hey if you guys run fuck you you know if the cops come i'm not running i'm just gonna tell the cop hey man i'm i'm just stressing down you know i I just need to get uh relax which is like makes sense i think Dudes would probably be like, whatever, you know, a cop or something, you know? When, yeah, I mean, the cop's going to understand more so than you run and put him in the position where right. he's going to maybe chase you down. So I don't want that. <laughs> too old for that shit, you know? I'll, just take, I'll take my licks as they come, you know? Yeah. 
And uh, you used to play in bands too, right? I used to play in bands. Let's talk yeah. about that. I like talking about music. So, yeah, it was a, uh, it was kind of that whole uh, perfect circle time, you know. Yeah. Like that was kind of a tool. I love that kind of stuff. Oh man, know? right here, dude! Yeah. I, I could break out the bass right now and start playing some tool licks, dude. Yeah, one I, of my favorite bass. They have probably my favorite bass licks to play. You know, like uh, so perfect circle too. I love perfect. Oh circle. yeah, perfect circle. Yeah. I saw perfect circle at. Irvine, uh, UCI. Yeah, you know, in the in the. Did Josh Reese play Perfect Circle? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah that's right. My favorite drummer, dude, Vandals. So Phew. good, so good, right? <laughs> I know. I, I I came across my Perfect Circle CD the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah, dude, it's gold. I and know. the beats, you know, their drum beats is like uh, everything goes so well together. Yeah, I mean, that's the first time uh, I was exposed to the untraditional. You know, drumming like yeah, dun, 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 dun. yeah you know, exactly. just like oh yeah. shit, you know, how do I write to this? This is trippy, you know. But I loved it, you know. The the whole time signature is just so cool, and and uh, you know, you know, drop the tuning down and just all that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. It was really really neat for me. Like I was learning so much every day, you know. Yeah. I was playing Galaxy, playing the Grove of Anaheim. Dude, who did you play with at the Grove? Um, there's a couple bands. You know, we actually played there once with that Wild Child band, the, okay. the Doors cover band. Yeah. They they actually had gotten the, the show, and I knew Dave Brock, the guy that was singing. Mm-hmm. So I called him, and I'm like, hey, dude, can we open for you? You know, and it's just like, yeah, sure, I don't care, you know, whatever. So we're like, rad, you know. Big, yeah. Big place, you know, big sound. So it was. And it what was, were you doing then? Were you playing or singing? Or? Singing then, yeah. I, I never played live, you know. I. I, I could sit on an acoustic guitar and write a song. Yeah. But I didn't have the confidence to like just play live. You know, mm-hmm. I would hand that over to a guitar player and say, This is what I'm working on. Can mm-hmm. you like clean it up, tighten it up and whatever? And that's how I would do it. You know. But uh I front man, dude. I I did it in high school in a punk band, but I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. Like I loved I loved uh, Scott Wyland. Like great, oh, front, dude. for front man. I mean, the guy was all time, dude. His voice, oh, you know, yeah. like it, and and the the music, dude. I mean, you can't heavy, yeah. You know, even now you hear like Interstate Love song, you're yeah. like, yeah, that song is so <laughs> rad, right? <laughs> yeah. But uh, that that kind of stuff, that kind of live show with that kind of antics, and you know, I was like just sucked into it. I thought it was so so right on. But uh, that's a big some big places to play though. I mean, House of Blues played the House of Blues. Yeah, we. Uh, I got to play the Glass House. That was probably the coolest one. I played a. It was sold out. It was with this band, um, Sinai Beach. It was like old hardcore bands and, and a Terror and then a couple other bands and, and we opened up and it was. Uh, I remember checking the kick. Yeah. And, <laughs> and um, I had a shitty pearl drum set I painted black. I ripped off all the shells, you know. And I'm, of course. I'm checking the kick, and I'm hitting it, and I hear people going, Fuck you, asshole. Nice. And I'm fucking getting nervous as shit. Yeah. You know, uh, you know those are good. That, those are my memories, so I don't have these fishing stories with, like, going to Mexico, being trashed. Right. No carpet on the floor, so the drums are moving, and everyone's yelling at me because I'm fucking up, but oh, I can't shit. help it. Yeah. You know, but... Yeah, it's a, the, dude, music, too, is, like, another thing I like talking about. Some of these guys on here, you know, I'm sure some of the fishermen don't want to hear it, but sorry, guys. Well, show me a fisherman that doesn't like music. Yeah, you know, exactly. Everyone, everyone yeah. does, you know. 
but you know it's good it's good memories there's still be a lot more clubs and stuff to play you yeah know? but those things have gone by the wayside the galaxy is what now it turned into uh it's uh what the name it's of. another one but it's it's the same spot yeah it's on the tip of my tongue yeah played there a handful of times in the coach house yeah that's yeah, cool. Linda's Doll Hut. Yeah, oh, man, dude. <laughs> yeah. Now you're going. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Played there. And then the whole L.A. thing. Did you, you know, play the do the L.A. thing, too? From the whiskey, the troubadour, all that oh, shit. I hated yeah. that. I, I hate Yeah, it. me too, going up there and trying to get people to go. <sighs> was drag. I played my first show. It was a pay-to-play. Of and it course, was like 97, yeah. I think. And you got to sell 150 tickets. And so. you, know who, you know who was? It was 97. And uh, what was that band? Pro, something profits. Martin, oh. They got. They had a song on K Rock. Like right. it was big, and we were supposed to open for them. And we were like a punk, like hard, right, right, like a punk band, like Dead Kennedys type stuff. You sure. know, like I'm like, why the fuck are we playing with this? <laughs> you know, like and they would put the weird bands together when they did the pay to play. Right. So it'd be like some off the wall band, and you're like this man. It was horrible. I hate. You know, it, there man. used to be an unreal place uh, in Long Beach. Now, Jimmy Decker would know this. <laughs> Fender's Ballroom. Yeah, I've heard of it. Oh, man, yeah. that place was... I mean, we'd go and see TSOL, oh, DI, you know, I love DI, Adolescence, dude. all that shit there. It was yeah, so Bouncing good. Bouncing Souls are playing pretty soon. I think it's at the Observatory. Oh, that's the... There you yeah, go. Yeah, that's it. Yep, man. and I'm going to go see them. I think the Bronx and Bouncing Souls and take my son. Oh, that's cool. I try to take him to shows when I can, and... uh He's into like that mumble rap shit. So I don't. <laughs> mumble rap. Yeah, I, I can't really. I, I don't try to push him towards any music. I let him listen to what he wants to. And correct him if he gets uh, out of line with his music choices. <laughs> no, he, he well, he listens to like to like Pantera. Like he'll play Pantera on drums. Oh, or nice stuff like that, you know. But the rap stuff, what he'll do is he'll solo on a snare behind you. Oh, cool! And he'll play the snare to the the rap music. Well, that's cool. But I'm I'm not a fan of it. So well, teach his own. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I mean, it's, you know, it's his deal. Yeah, definitely. Well, another thing we wanted to announce on the podcast was uh, we're going to be doing the 50th episode at Taco Surf. Todd's really cool to let us use the spot. It's going to be the one in the Surfside? Surfside, yeah. Okay. PCH. Yeah. Coast Highway. And we're going to host it there. There's going to be tons of giveaways, and uh, we're going to have a lot of guests. I'm not positive you who yet, but a, a lot of the... Uh, past guest uh some of the ones people really like the top rated episodes so uh, all the people we really appreciate <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you here <laughs> right? yeah dude so yeah. it'll be a it'll be a blast um having taught on here too is really fun uh let's talk about bass underground how you had the idea for that i like that's a really cool name too well you know, you know? the underground thought was you know, the late night guys, you know, mm-hmm. the whole uh, creep and sleeping thing, you know, it was like I was doing a lot of that. And uh, and I, I think it's the Fred Hall show came around. It's like I walking around there. I was like, you know, there's really no shirts, no apparel that I would really wear, <laughs> you know, like there's nothing that suits my needs. You know, it's like it seems like it's so limited, you know, and, and I thought, you know, I I've got resources, uh-huh. you know, so I'm going to start designing some stuff and coming up with my own thing that i want to wear you know and it just started snowballing you know i started uh doing different designs working with a buddy of mine and you know and i started brought the whole printing you know silk screening thing into my own warehouse 
Which is cool. So you kind of learn. Well, that's own. where I made a mistake. I, I, I was out buying shirts, doing this. And I, and I never really got behind the fundamentals of the printing, uh-huh. and uh, which I should have. And uh, I just, and then my guy that was printing for me got sick. And then it's like everything came to a stop because I didn't know how to pick the ball back up and run <laughs> with it. And I was doing shirts for United Composites, and I was, you know, I, I had account in my little accounts, you know, and it was all just trying to trying to help everybody out, you know, trying to get everybody's ball rolling in their businesses, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't even make money on any of the printing; I just facilitated the opportunity for these guys to get a really cheap uh, printing. Help them get a shirt out. There yeah, yeah, and that's all that mattered to me. I thought that was cool, you know. I wanted to help. And then when my guy went, you know, went down, I, I was like dead in the water. And I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? You know, I need, I need someone to come in here and at least show me how to print or what to do or, or, or print and I'll pay him, yeah. you know, to do it because everything, even my stuff came to a halt, you know? Yeah. And I was doing all the stuff, printing for Taco Surf Oh, so you're stuff, doing Taco everything. Surf shirts too? Wow, man. Yeah. So now, you know, I had to move temporarily my artwork to another printer. Mm-hmm. But now all of a sudden my costs have gone up, you know, so I'm hoping to get back printing again because I got the ideal little place, but uh, it's just the knowledge. is And having the time to do it if you don't have a guy that yeah. knows kind of what he's doing already. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a point to really try to get that going if I can again, you know, but that's how the whole thing started. I, I just started the Bass Underground. I just wanted to get something going, and, you know, and then you start getting people liking what you're doing and it's. It's nothing better than having a concept, putting it down on paper, burning screens, printing it, and going, Fine. yeah, fuck yeah, this is rad, I love it, you know? It's yeah. so cool, you know? And, and then having somebody else look at it and go, oh, I love this, can I can I buy this? And you're like, really? Shit, yeah, you can, you know? Yeah. And, and then seeing them wear it and, and, and enjoying the print. It's like, what better feeling is there, you know? So. No. And that, yeah, and the, the logo's fucking cool, man. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and it's fun. And, and I was able to help, you know, SWBA out with the Bass Underground thing because I was able to print shirts for, for Eric. And, yeah. And so, when, you know, like I said, when that came to Hall, it was kind of like heartbreaking for me. You know, I was like, yeah. God, it's like uh, artistic outlet just frozen, paralyzed. You yeah. Know? And so, you know, I've kind of been suffering from that for a while. But, uh, I'm sure you could find someone that would be up to doing something like that, or oh yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'll come across somebody soon that will want to do something. You know, I mean, I, I'd be more than willing to work something out where they could use the facility if and they then need, they can print, yeah, their own personal thing yeah. that they needed to. Mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I'm open to anything. I just don't like things to be stalled. You know, <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying, dude. Kills me. I know exactly what you're saying. I've been in the same uh, situations with the podcast where you uh, kind of had a plan and it doesn't work or you kind of, uh, you know, changing studios, stuff like that. Say I'm in the same boat yeah. as you guys. You know, it's like uh, just having an idea and watching it grow is kind of like cool, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, and that's the music's that way. You yeah. Know, you know, any business really, it's. I probably have too many irons in the fire most of the time, you know, for my own good. But uh, that's just just the way it is. Yeah, and it helps you keep busy is is like a good thing. For me, at least, dude, keeping busy. Keeps you out of trouble. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Doing podcasts, talking about fishing. 
I just got to do more fishing. That's the problem. Well, that, yeah, that's the deal. And, you know, the fishing thing, you know, it meant so much to me, The you know, being involved in different things in the industry and stuff. You know, I, I, I thought, you know, what can I do to give back to the fishing community and, you know, that no one, that they can't get anywhere else. And I started thinking, like, a few years back, shit, you go out every year on the first and you have to go buy your license and... I don't even remember what it is right now. 53 bucks or I don't know. I think it's, yeah, it's 55 or something, something like that. that. So I thought, wow, what if I made an opportunity for fishermen? You have to buy your license. Mm-hmm. So when the new year started, you bring your license into the restaurant, show it to your server, and you get 15% off or 10% off whatever Psst, your cool, bill. man. Right? <laughs> and it's exclusive for fishermen. Yeah. Because you've got a license. Yeah. Right? I mean, if sur- if surfers had to have a license, I'd offer it. The surfers, a sur- yeah, yeah, yeah. you bring it, whatever. But you know, that's the one sport you have to have a license for, yeah. right? So it's exclusive. So I figured on Coast Highway, even you know, you've got to make runs to South, North. Yeah. You know, it would be in the back of an angler's mind. Oh shit! You know, all I have to do is bring my license in, and we can get a discount. Yeah. So you know, I I'm thinking about firing that up again. You know, I. I used to try to promote it a lot, but it just didn't seem like I could motivate enough. You know, not that it really took much out of what I was doing, but it just didn't seem like uh, there was enough guys coming in and, and utilizing it. Like, and I looked at it as an opportunity for guys to be like, "Oh, this is a place where I know I'll find other anglers to t- you know to talk." Which is cool, and you have when, when uh, I've been down there once. You know, I've hung out with uh, Todd and Eric. And uh, you have cool pictures, dude, like of dudes, fishermen, magazines. It's like a fishing, you know, like restaurant, dude. Like, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, the patio, you know, I try to dedicate to people that I know and that come in there and that are my friends and put pictures up. So they feel like, hey, this is our place. Yeah. You know? Like, cheers. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone's norm. <laughs> right. But, but you know, so it's it's just hard to... It's discouraging when you open the doors for for that opportunity and it doesn't get utilized. You know, well, maybe we can help out with that, and maybe you know we'll we'll probably post something if you want to get that going again. Yeah, I mean, we can uh, post up something and be like, hey, maybe I, you know, like we can like have a hangout night or something, and just have dudes come by. And I'm open to anything. You know, I just like I like people being there. You know, I like seeing guys that I know fish that I can go talk fishing with. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, which I'm hoping this event will be is, you know, people can come down and hang out, talk to some of the guests, drink some beer, get some food, have fun. Yeah. You know, bring something positive to the, to the, uh, event, you know, just, yeah. you know, and that's what it's all about, you know, positivity. So hopefully, hopefully that, that, that'll take off again. You know, I don't, I don't know. It just—it's in the back of my mind. It keeps coming back and forth. I think you should push on with it, dude. For yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, we'd love to help you promote it, dude. That'd be super cool. Yeah, I'll come up with something, and then when I figure out, yeah, what we'll, I'm going to we'll do, I'll let put you it know. up on the podcast Instagram and talk about it. You know, even when someone comes on, because yeah, dude, I'll, if I was right there, I'd stop fifteen percent off, ten percent off. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I mean, where where else are you going to find that? <laughs> And only because you fish. Yeah. You know, because exactly. I fish, I get 10% off. Yeah, you, you got to get your fucking license, so why not? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> why not Why not get something for that money you spend? Yeah. Right? So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, definitely. I'm looking forward to the, uh, the the podcast show there. It'll be fun. It'll be live. We'll probably try to play the music 
so people feel like they're in the podcast, you know, like just, and there'll be a mic passed around and you can say whatever you want. You can say, hey, tell us this story. Hey, you're an asshole. Whatever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they'll say to me. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> There's that asshole. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, dude. What's your, uh, I need to keep doing this because I always forget. What's the tackle shop you usually go to? If I'm going to, yeah, I've got to go to Mark's shop. Okay. You know, I mean, I used to go up to Save On Two. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's kind of a drive. Yeah, you know? for you especially. Yeah. But myself, like a lot of guys, when Roger, yeah, you've probably heard or met Roger. Yeah, I met yeah. Roger. I met Roger before. Uh, I knew who he was before I even met anyone because yeah. I'd go in there and I would talk to me. Super nice. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that was such motivation to drive up there was just seeing Roger because he's the cool, coolest guy. Yeah. You know, and in fact, you know, getting back to when I was a child with the tackle shop, Roger's dad used to bring him down there. <laughs> you know, of course, we were both young. Yeah. And we didn't know shit from anything. So, but he told me, oh, my dad used to take me down to your dad's tackle shop. Small world. Yeah. Dad. I was rad. I was like, man, I wish we would have connected yeah. then, you know, that would have been cool. But uh, yeah, it's definitely a small world. So, you know, he's like became a, a closer friend because of that, you know, we yeah. talk about old stuff like that when we get together and, uh, it was really cool. But yeah, I used to go up to say one too, but you know, Mark's got everything you need. So yeah, definitely. performance tackles kind of the, the Spot way to go. Yeah. And plus, you know, I got a restaurant two, two blocks <laughs> yeah, away. I know that I thought about that too. It's right around the corner. Right? Yeah. So it makes it super easy. You know? <laughs> definitely for, you know, I'd say for most people, if you want to shop a local shop, that's the place to go. The knowledge, you know, if you can get Mark to and talk to him for a while, <laughs> you know, he's a busy guy, you know. But when but, you get him to talk to you, he'll, man, he'll He's always got so much knowledge, you know. Yeah. And he's he's always told me different things, you know, especially about like the fish in the in the shitty weather. Mm-hmm. It's like the big fish come out in the bad weather, <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, cool, you know. So yeah, that's when I'm gonna go out, you know, because I want to get I want to get the big fish. You know? <laughs> so he's he, yeah, he's great to talk to. Yeah, well, thanks for coming on, dude. Oh really man, I'm so glad. It. I'm so glad we finally connected. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. Again, you guys will probably see some stuff uh, popping up on Instagram, and it's going to be May 11th, so we got that locked down, and I think it's going to be 12 to 4. Uh, other details will come out later. Um, but thanks for listening. Thanks again for coming on, Todd. Yeah, it. love the show. Love what you're doing, and I appreciate the listening audience. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you.